The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. This is Dr. Bernice Bowerman, continuing notes on subject 19, adult, cis male, late 30s. Name, uh, what was your first name again? <sighs> Michael. Name, Michael Hooks. Okay, one hour ago, you received a dose of my latest, still completely technically legal creation, Starbright. What are you experiencing? Nothing. Nothing? My eyes feel a little dry. You! Starbright is supposed to crawl right into your pleasure center and motorboat it. You can't be feeling nothing. Uh, around the time she started organizing my life... Mademoiselle Buisson decided I was unreliable when it came to substance abuse. She got me to take an injection of Purbital X. Mm, I thought they banned that stuff. Well, they did, after I came out of my coma. Anyway, since then, drugs, booze, uh, they don't really have an effect. Well, challenge accepted, Michael. And which challenge is that? Uh, oh, <laughs> hello, Miss Buisson. I was just speaking with Mr. Hooks about work. If you can create something that gives Mr. Hooks anything beyond general numbness, I'll be quite surprised. Walk with me, Michael. Yes, ma'am. And how are we today? Fine, ma'am. You seem more miserable than usual. If you say so, ma'am. I've done very well by you, Michael. Everything I've done has been for your benefit. Yes, ma'am. Your passive-aggressive terseness isn't annoying me, Michael. No, ma'am. Perhaps I should give you to Mask, then. Mask, you could do something for Mr. Hooks on Wii, could you not? Certainly. I could open his brain case and wire a pleasure emitter to his nucleus accumbens. He'd never frown again. It's worked on rats. But they do experience spontaneous orgasms. Many spontaneous orgasms. Huh. Work out the kinks. <laughs> kinks. And regarding the other matter? The work continues. We'll be ready very soon. That's what I like to hear. I believe I shall address the scientists shortly. Hooks. Find yourself something to do. Make yourself useful. Yes, ma'am. She's absolutely brilliant, you know. You should appreciate her more. Should I? Please yourself. If you have nothing better to do, go clean up. I know there's at least one chest of biological waste that needs to be taken down to the incinerator. Make yourself useful. Uh-huh. Good lord, the man could depress a hyena. Ugh, fucking hell. The, the fucking hell! Yeah, you said that already. Fucking hell! How the fuck did no one know this was going on under base 7 this whole fucking time? Ah! 
medium thing nearly fried us. Guess that answers the questions on whether or not the power was cut to the pie. Can you reach the fail safe? If those wires touch that puddle of fuel, we're fucked. Really and truly fucked. Yeah, you kind of said that already, Corey. Goddamn girl, sometimes you act like you ain't never seen flammable shit before. Says the guy you just jumped like a cat when the wire swung your way. This is serious. Neither of us want to die, but the dog master didn't even cut the power like we asked. And this fuel leak? I mean, look, look at the staining on the floor. This must have been going on for weeks. And it's a bloody miracle no one was killed before now. This thing goes up and we're blowing a massive hole into the spaceport. Well, hey, look at the bright side. You'd sooner die of vacuum than burn it to death. I am putting that on your epitaph. Here lies Jace. Said he'd sooner die of vacuum than burning to death. He was a fucking tool. If we get spaced on pushing you out in front of me. <laughs> I'd love to see you try. After what you did to Mask's little scout boat thing, I'm starting to think you'd survive a vacuum out of sheer spite. Ha! Found it! Hang on a sec. Damn thing's rusted over. Probably corroded from fumes. Oh. That did it. <coughs> Fumes in here are gonna have to be higher than beyond. That's the oxygen deprivation talking. Alright, let me think. We get the wet back, scrubbers for the fuel. We have to find a way to transfer the asthmatic containers back to disposal, and the wires will need to be stripped, soldered, and secured. Oh. We are gonna be so underwater on this job, Jace. Between the asthmat transport fee that disposal's gonna charge, and the amount of time we'll be in there. Uh, not to mention the hazardous chemical detectors are clearly fucked. So that's gonna be a total replacement as well. Yay. You know, I'm starting to think we might actually be a little bit underinsured for the risks of this job. And no shit, Jace. Okay, let's get this done. And then we're going to the boss. Hundreds of people could have died if even one of them big starliners had come from on schedule next week. This, this never should have happened. And we can't be expected to fix this and, and install new monitoring systems with what we're getting. You know what? You're right. We should. We will. We're going to go to the boss and say, we're going to say, hmm, uh, what are we... Gonna say. We're gonna say that ever since Hooks left, we've done nothing but clean up bigger and bigger messes on the Kingery. And we can't do that with our current budget. And if the boss says no? Then, then we bring in that scout bot and point out that every time a wench can't do their job, that's a security leak. <laughs> Bet that will get the boss's attention real quick, like. Well, hell, see, that's sensible. Boss has to listen. Exactly. Sensible and rational. And easily proven as well. Do you see that? Look, look up at the leaking fuel line. What is that? That's another pipe, only... 
Looks like it's made out of the same shit that little HVAC boat was made out of. Ah, uh, mask is stealing fuel now, too. Fucking hell. Just a second! Um, hey Ace. Hey Mage, Kaylock, Cassandra. Something the matter? No, no. Everything's fine. Everything's just fine. We were hoping you could assist us with something. Alright, come on in. Well, this is... minimalist. Well, I don't need much. So, what can I do you for? We really don't need to do this. This is for your benefit, Miss Arkell. So what happened is, Cass here asked if she could go on a ride-along with us. Well, I, I thought I should observe. Get a better idea how things work around here. Stay in the loop, as opposed to sitting around and doing nothing until that sister of mine calls me. Okay. And so Ms. Arkell has been following my lovely bride and I as we made our rounds, collecting from the bookmakers and loan squids. Uh, that's, that's shocks, sweetie. Shocks. <laughs> loan shocks. Okay. So, you learn anything, Cass? Well, yes, absolutely. It, it's just... Everybody was on their best behavior. Nobody tried to outrun me. Nobody even tried to bullshit me. <laughs> Shit. I didn't even need to punch nobody. Well, yeah! You show up with the boss's sister. Everyone's gonna be on their best behavior. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I said. So, we're here because... Could you, you know, be a deadbeat for us? What? We thought perhaps you and Major could take part in a role-playing session. Major as herself, and you as one who owes money but does not wish to part with it. It's silly. No, that's all right. I'm down for whatever. <gasps> Great. <laughs> Let's get started. Well, hold on now. I, I gotta get myself into character. All right. My name is Mongoose McLaren. I'm a small-time hustler, and I just lost a bundle on Table Ball. What are you doing? You want to roll for initiative now, or, or what? You started it. <sighs> Mongo! Open up, honey. It's red day. What are you doing? Sneaking out. I don't have the money to pay her. Oh, this is ridiculous. Don't make me break down this door. Let us assume that you looked out the window and saw me. Damn. Trapped. Ah, uh, just a second. So, uh, hey, Major. Hey there, Mongoose. You know why I'm here. I do. I, I do. I, uh, see, I had a short thing at the table ball playoffs. But the point guard, you know, that rookie we drafted last season? Well, he's on the DL with a sprained ankle. Would you believe it? A sprained ankle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I... I am not hearing how any of this bullshit is my problem. Do you have the money? Uh, no, I don't have your money. <laughs> I didn't say my money. Are you crazy? 
<laughs> because this is not my money. This is the boss's money. And now I gotta go back to the boss and tell her Mongoose McLaren couldn't pay this week. What a shame. You know I'm good for it. And then the boss, you know, she's gonna be like, Mongoose McLaren, again, did you break his legs? Major. So, naturally, I will say, of course I broke his legs, boss. <laughs> you think I'm gonna let some stupid mope just like, you know, stiff you like that? You see where I'm coming from, right, Goose? I swear on my mother, Major. However, it ain't gonna be me. You know who this is, right? Have you met? This is Cassandra Arkell. Oh, oh, yes. I'm Cassandra Arkell. Oh, <laughs> and if you think you're scared of me. <laughs> this is the boss's sister. She's gonna take this shit personally. That's right. And let me tell you, Mongoose, I won't just break your legs. You won't? I'll use you as an example. I'm really sorry, Ms. Arkell. I'll go to work on you with a blowtorch. A what? You ever smell melting flesh, Mongoose? You ever been burned so badly it feels cold? Okay, uh, Cass. You think you can fuck my family in the ass? Is that what you think? Cassandra! Give me an excuse, you little shit. I'll rip your fucking heart out. Ms. Arkell. <laughs> However, if you pay us by Tuesday, we can forget about this whole unfortunate incident. And see. Well, how'd I do? I have some notes. You really told them to die in a fire? Uh, look, I lost my temper. <laughs> to be fair, they all kind of deserved it. Not a single one of them would listen to me, and everybody just had excuses for why they couldn't do something. It was a room full of toddlers. No! Drunken toddlers! And you know this from your numerous interactions with drunken toddlers on the Gangrel? <laughs> Ow! Oh, shit! I'm putting out my nose! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh, my God! You're a hot fucking mess. Come here. <laughs> that drool is top shelf maple whiskey. Thank you very much. <laughs> Excuse me. Artisanal drool. Top shelf drool. You, you know, when I asked you if you wanted to get a drink, I wasn't necessarily aiming for you to be practically in my lap. <laughs> You're not the only one who gets to have a motive for going on a date. Good point. And I guess I kind of walked into that one, huh? I keep doing that. Doing what? Acting like I'm the only one who gets a say in all this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we did this. Are doing this, and I... I, I want to see where this goes. It's just... Easy to feel like, because I'm the one who already knows the route. I should be the one who gets to set the course. That makes any sense. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you figured this would be some rehash of another date you had with me that you remember 
and I don't. I mean, the bar you picked... Not one of the ones I apparently frequented. At least, not according to my spending history. And I normally would never be caught dead in a place that is actually named a real dive bar. You said different. I, I was going for different. I thought if we went somewhere that didn't already have nostalgia for me, that it would make things easier. Did it? Well, <laughs> I'm smiling, aren't I? <sighs> yeah, it's easier. It's good. Better than good. To the point where I keep waiting for the other shooter drop. I mean, we came in here and you were able to get me to talk all my work shit out and, and now it's off my back. I don't want to think about work anymore. I just want to focus on you. Good. Then my mission is accomplished. I wanted to be a little selfish. Make you forget about all the bullshit. So if I did that, I can just pat myself on the back now. I mean, it's the polar opposite of what the fifth wanted me to do, so... That's just an extra side of fuck you parasite brain that I can dish out. Yeah, I guess that little... The group serves the one catchphrase you guys had doesn't really play well with self-serving motivations. <laughs> it doesn't. And thankfully, I don't repeat it like a reflex anymore. So that's a good start. But it can be weird. I mean, there's a tiny, and I mean ridiculously tiny, part of me that feels guilty for wanting to just care about myself and my well-being. And I know that's a fifth because it's shit like that that sticks with me. But you said you don't really remember anything? No, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, I have impressions. Kinda. But it's mostly phantoms of emotions themselves that drift in and out. Something will catch my attention or seem familiar and that emotional ghost just waltzes in and then back out. And it's happening all the time. Hell, it's it's happening right now. It is? It's a good... You, you, you want to tell me what it is? You don't have to. I... I remember how good it felt to be this close to you. To feel your arms around me. I remember the warmth and the comfort, the thrill of it. But I can't pinpoint a specific time. And I hate it. Because I wish I could. I want to, but it's like trying to... I don't know, it's like trying to remember the specific way you bet on a table ball game when you did that every day for years. In my experience, you don't ever really remember what lightning in a bottle felt like. It's why us adrenaline junkies chase that feeling forever. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Because I just don't want to start chasing anything if it's going to be hard for you. It's not. We can try. You said you wanted to remember what it feels like when I do this. So, there you go. Does that help? You feel like you're anywhere close to that feeling you've been chasing? <laughs> it, uh, I, uh, it feels, <clears throat> feels like being home. <laughs> feels like 
I'm not chasing the ghost anymore. Is this okay? More than okay. I miss having you in my arms too, by the way. You can hear me. Of course you can. I'm speaking to you through a microphone patch just below my jawline. And you are listening through your earbuds, communicators, speaker mics, whatever. Because we are prepared for the future. We are the ones with faith. Faith in science. Faith in machinery. Faith in the plan. And out there, the decent, upright, ordinary people, the fleshy ones, they have no faith in the things that we know to be true. The things we can prove ourselves. Their faith is reserved for what? Human nature? Goodness? Kindness? Unreliable concepts at best. Until very recently, a great deal of those ordinary people worshipped a rock. A giant rock. They cannot be allowed to remain in charge. Michael, hooks. Access granted. You've all been working so very hard, but now I must ask more of you. How many of you have had the experience of being on the verge of breakthrough? Only for someone higher up the ladder than you to say, no, we need more testing. We need to make sure it's safe. Safe. Safe for who? The ignorant who won't get the vaccination? Who won't upgrade to the peripheral? Salions and Little have essentially found the cure for death. And what do they get? Protests. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. I ask you to speed up, my friends. Don't confront. Be fast. Be thorough. But don't worry about the ordinary people. The time has come for them to evolve or die before any problems to mask. Subject: Bernice Bowerman. Access granted. Hello. Huh. Oh, gross. Something wrong? No, I just don't like these bio-waste bins. I know there are ten different kinds of sealed, but I swear I can still smell that meaty stink, you know? No. I've replaced my nasal passages with QCM sensors. Much more efficient. Have you ever considered getting new ears? What's wrong with my ears? They're slightly uneven. I could take them off, put in some ultrasonic sensors. That was one of my first body mods. Hmm, I'll consider it. Do. I thought I told Mademoiselle Boussin's chew toy to clean up in here. He's probably off feeling sorry for himself. It's hard to blame him. If you see him, Send him my way. Sure. Well, let's get rid of this anyway.
Oh, come on. The incinerator's broken? Ugh. For Einstein's sake, secret lab full of geniuses and nobody performs basic maintenance. Here I am, brain the size of a planet, and they ask me to repair the incinerator. <laughs> okay. Okay. Move. What in the world is... How did this get open? Are those footsteps? Was something alive in... Oh. Good luck. The Kingery, Season 11, Episode 9, The Way of All Flesh. Featuring the voice talents of TJ Briggs as Bernice, Perry Whittle as Hooks, Renee Christine Jones as AI Socks, Adam Blanford as Mask, Kirsty Wolven as Corey, Brady Hendricks as Jace, Edward Herman as Asa, M. Sierra Garcia as Major, Jack Kalk as Kalok, Kristen Bays as Cassandra, Andrew Hackley as Dokken, Russell Gold as Zeph, and Tilly Bridges as the computer. Sensitivity Reader Christine Chester. Written by Catherine Pride and Pete Milan. Story by Tilly Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Pete Milan, Catherine Pride, and Perry Whittle. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. Chug a lug. Closer now. Fall off the ledge and hanging on by Josh Mullen at thetoonpeddler.com. Lightless Dawn, Sneaky Snitch, Scheming Weasel, and Dragon and Toast by Kevin McLeod at Incabatech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0. Directed by Dave Morgan. Assistant Director Tilly Bridges. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2021. Pendant Productions. The Kingery. Created by Susan Bridges, Tilly Bridges, Macaulay Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2021. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>